0: Hey y'all, welcome to episode three of Bluegrass Race Hub. Boy, do we have a juicy one for you today after a rocky week of racing. Let's do this. Hey everyone, my name is Bryce Hunter. I drive the number nine Xfinity Chevrolet. And uh, what's up, Alex?
1: Man, good to be back. Um, I'm the driver of the uh, the number 97 Silverado in the truck series. And we are finally joined by our fearless leader, None other than Jason
2: Collins. Hey, what's up, guys? Glad to be here this week. Finally made it. Jason Collins, driver of former driver of the number three car, Xfinity Series. As Alex stated, fearless, fearless leader of Bluegrass I Racing Series,
0: and don't don't forget last uh, last season's champion as well. Throw that out there.
2: Thank you very much,
0: <laughs> man. Uh, what a week. Of racing, um, I no words can explain the week of hell Bluegrass went through this week.
1: Man, uh, fairgrounds, uh, we we all knew that it was uh, it was going to be tricky, but I don't think anybody expected quite the the level of chaos that we went through. But uh, it <laughs> it was interesting to say the least.
2: Yeah, it was uh, quite a week of tumultuous situations we had a lot of cautions in all three of the series that's obviously a lot of short track racing though
0: yeah it, it definitely short track racing brings out the best and worst of all of us but uh brought out the best in uh keith hackney you know takes the the points lead in the truck series after a strong win this week at uh, uh nashville fairgrounds
1: yeah, I was uh, I was there firsthand for it. Um, didn't Didn't have a great race myself, but uh, th- it was clear early on that that Keith was once again the the class of the field, and he went out and did everything right. He kept his nose clean. He had a good pitch strategy, and he he was just straight up blazing fast. And on, just nobody had anything for him at the end of the day. And there, it, it's kind of a, a open and shut kind of deal i mean there's not a whole lot as far as who was successful who got things done it was it was keith from from the drop of the green flag and and there's nothing that anybody could do about it
2: seems to be a recurring theme with uh hackney in the last few weeks the guy has just come out and put on a performance um that's pretty much unrivaled in the truck series uh there's Some fast guys in the truck series as well, but his level of determination is almost unparalleled right now. I don't know if that's just the way he's practicing nonstop, if it's just because everybody else doesn't have the time. I'm not really sure what it is. I just noticed that his level of competition is just kind of like notching up a little bit more each and every week.
0: Yeah, I totally agree, and you know, he's already locked into the playoffs, and the playoffs are suiting him very well with, I believe, three or four short tracks in the playoffs itself. Plus, we got a first round is the, you know, flat Milwaukee Mile, and then, uh, right, Susan, so is it New Hampshire? Or Milwaukee Mile? I think it's New Hampshire, right? Um, New Hampshire. New Hampshire, it's right, and you know, it you know, races like a short track, and, you know, a couple, there's a couple of good drivers, but The playoffs, man, they're suiting him. They're setting him up very nice for for a run.
1: Yeah, just looking at the schedule. So we open up with New Hampshire, short track, Darlington, is a short-ish track, to say the least. Then we have Vegas, which is more of your, your standard uh, mile and a half. Then Bristol, then Charlotte, which to me kind of drives like a short track. Then Martinsville, which is the shortest of them all. And Phoenix is is another, like Charlotte, where it's a bigger track, but it, it drives like a short track. So just, just looking at the playoffs, uh, unless something – really changes uh, unless somebody steps up or if Keith has a has a slip up he's he's the odds on favorite right now and he's he's earned it
2: Yeah the one thing i can say that's going to foreshadow a lot about phoenix is new hampshire So that's obviously round one of the playoffs it's 101 laps in the truck series uh with stage break around lap 40 so that gives us roughly 60 laps 55ish 56 if you give or take a uh, couple laps or stage break um on the back end so in the second stage long green flag runs can happen and occur in that situation so a lot of foreshadowing from new hampshire transferring over to phoenix because the guy that wins that race depending on how they win that race will end up ultimately making a big difference at the final race of phoenix
0: Uh, i understand agree with you but there's still that leaking chance, you know, that some of these other drivers can, uh, you know, can go sneak a win and take it from Hackney or they can do what they want with Hackney. You know, that's been something going on. We talked about, you know, the last two episodes, you know, there's a bunch of small rivalries here going on in the truck series. And, you know, there's a lot of talk right now that, you know, Hackney will not make the final four. And, and it's like the case, I expect a lot of, you know, we got a lot of short tracks coming up and I expect a lot of hurt feelings and some, maybe some very upset people after that.
1: Yeah. I mean, you hit the nail on the head and, and two things. I think that one, the both third tracks and short tracks have, have really suited Keith the season. Um, he he's been super dominant lately, which one, obviously, he's killing it. He's super talented. Two, I think the the tracks have suited his style, and I think what we're going to have coming up in the playoffs is going to suit him. At the same time, um, with Keith not necessarily making a ton of friends on the track, uh, short tracks are certainly a place where that stuff can uh, can boil over and someone could – take advantage, give him the bumper or whatever, whether it's a guy that he's racing against or someone that's a, a little lower in points that, uh, that has an ax to grind this, uh, a, a place like uh, a Martinsville or New Hampshire or Bristol, a, any of them, really, those are all places where you can, uh, you can get a little aggressive with someone because that, that's just how short track racing is.
2: Absolutely. Um, what I'm basically, what I was getting at with the whole foreshadowing though is, you'll see a lot of similarities in the two tracks. Um, They're very, very similar. And what's going to happen is the guy that's going to go out and do well at New Hampshire has a shot to go do well at Phoenix also. Now, granted, none of this is written in stone. We all know for a fact that the Cinderella story, you may call it that, of season three of Bluegrass was Alex Huffman. Did not win a single race all season long. He ran well at a lot of the short track uh, events that we had, and he did really well at tracks like New Hampshire. And then when it came down to Phoenix, ultimately had a really good support system around him. He had a good group of teammates. He drove his butt off to win that thing, and he sure enough, he you know that's what it comes down to. It comes down to one final race and winner take all. So Hackney's win, or, or you know, what's the word I'm looking for? we don't per- know buddy <laughs> per- perceive his perceived his perceived win if it's you know nothing's going to happen for sure we don't know what's going to happen from here from here on out obviously there can be other teammates involved uh racing him you know harder not i'm not saying that they nobody should be re- intentionally wrecking anybody in the series by any means but you know these guys are going to drive him m- harder make it more difficult on him nothing's set for keith He's got a long road ahead. We still have lots of racing left in the r- remainder of the season, so.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of, you know, long seasons and long races. Uh Tuesday night in the Xfinity Series was a very rocky race since Scott Fritz came out with the win. I personally had a very rough night. Uh I believe I was involved in the first 3 or 4 cautions in a row. Uh somehow some way. And then uh yeah, it was just a very Tuesday was unbelievably tough.
2: Yeah, um, Scott came away with a win. Obviously, it was uh, somewhat questionable there. Towards the end, I had to get on a couple drivers uh, for restart violations. Well, not necessarily violations, but restart, uh, coming to the flag, issues, not keeping the field tightened up. One of the drivers, specifically Radburn, had issues apparently seeing uh, Scott's car. So when I was telling him to pull up, he was hesitant to pull up because he couldn't see where the car necessarily was. Couldn't see him launch. Um, So what I tried to do was talk to Radburn and explain the reasoning behind having him pull up. I needed him to pull up because what it's doing is putting all the people behind him in a deficit. You know, he was lagging back nearly a car length. He was staying on like the left rear quarter of Scott's car. So what was happening was it was putting everybody behind him back at a disadvantage. And obviously someone had already said something about it or I wouldn't have made such a big deal about it. But we have to be door to door on these restarts because that's just the way it is. And if a guy chooses the outside, um, all I can suggest is maybe adjust your field of view, get a button to look right. That way you can watch when he goes because we're going to have to do a better job on these restarts of staying tightened up and staying door to door with guys because it, it, we can't have everyone else behind them being put at a at a disadvantage.
0: Yeah, and you know it it, it kind of gave me that he's I don't know what's know what setup he's running on. He's running on triples or VR or or a single monitor, but. Yeah, I totally agree with you. I mean, there's a couple times where I started in this bottom line, and he's you know controlling our our lane, and it just felt like the top line was freight training us around the you know the top. And I know the bottom line at uh, at Nashville Fairgrounds is is really rough, and you know that naturally makes the bottom line slower anyway. But uh, yeah, it, he really slowed us up. But I mean, I can't necessarily blame him if he couldn't see. But I do understand what you're saying. You know, you got to keep the the, the restart. We start tight and door to door and try to keep the lines as fair as possible. But I also can see where he's coming from. But I mean, just the, the racing itself in the Xfinity series, man, it, it's getting more and more competitive every single week. It feels like, you know, we're not having the same. Well, the last couple of weeks it seems like Radburn has been, you know, the number one guy in the Xfinity series after you left and I had to go back to race control. But the, it seems, you know, there's hasn't really been one standout driver. You know, there's been, yeah, Radburn's been fast, but he hasn't necessarily been winning all these races. You know, he, he you know, he had, you know, a good start for, their, for the Nashville race, but then fell all the way back he was racing me for a position. And, you know, it just seems, you know, na- there's not really that one driver in the Xfinity Series that's taken over.
2: I agree. Um, Brandon Robertson, is, you know, has got himself, in a pretty good position scott's got himself in a pretty good position then you got lancaster there's not one guy that you can really say hey he's dominating this season um and that's rang true to xfinity uh by far yeah it's been kind of a mixed bag of winners yeah drivers that... just showing up
1: yeah yeah and... i oh, go ahead go, go ahead, ahead.
0: Go ahead, Alex. I was going to move on. Go ahead.
1: Yep. I I was just going to say, I I think that's, uh, I know we've discussed this before, maybe not on the podcast, but uh, I think uh, having not a dominant guy is, is maybe a byproduct of having a cap on that series versus, um, versus cup, which at the same time we're having, Keith is, is dominating the truck series right now. Um, I know cup is, is not as, top heavy as it was last season um there's not a race where guys really feel like they they can't compete but when you when you have a cap on it you you don't have a guy that has you know several thousand more i rating than the rest of the field and i think that is naturally gonna bring the field together to a certain extent
2: absolutely absolutely
0: I 100% agree with you, but moving on to a old dominator in the Cup Series. Last year, last season champion, um, Nichols returned for, uh, I believe, a one off, right, Jason?
2: Uh, yeah, Zach came in. He just wanted to run the one race, and we obliged him with that. But it looks like we did pick up a new recruit in the process. Um, Cy Bowen is going to be joining us. I believe, uh, if I'm not mistaken, he did tell me last week that he was looking for a series to continue running. And I'm look I'm telling you what, man, I'm looking for that kid to shake things up. He can't do really much of any, any damage because he can't win his way in or anything like that because he's already missed too many races. But he could definitely come in and steal a couple wins. I think. Um, I saw some speed out of him at Nashville Fairgrounds, like on par with Nichols' top speed. He put down a lap time that was, uh, very similar to Zach's. So I'm really excited to have another fast guy coming in, but no, Zach. He's, he was just doing a one-off race. And, um, unless he decides, you know, to lose about 2000, I rating, I don't foresee him (laughs) being back anytime soon. Not saying that we could do that, but you know, you never know what's going to happen in the future. We may end up, uh, raising the cap back up a little bit more in the cup series. You never know uh, a few seasons away, probably from doing that again, since this season, we would have been around the 4,500 mark, give or take, um, if I'm not mistaken. And then that would put us around five for next season. So we're, we're back to where we need to be. And then we'll just, you know, eventually from that Mark, we'll go back up again and keep working it out. Like we have been.
0: Yeah. I hope, you know, he, he comes back for another one that, uh, that's so he can race the series points leader, you know, Aaron Smith, you know, he's Aaron's been probably the most dominant car in the cup series this season. And to have last year's uh, championship winner come back to do more races and race him. That'd be a good, uh, to see how Aaron Smith was stack up against last series champion.
2: So I do have a little bit of news about Aaron Smith. That i actually forgot to tell you guys about, but Aaron may not be running with us anymore. I'm not a hundred percent on the situation. I'm a, I was told by his team owner that Aaron is looking uh, to run a different series on Wednesday nights that has a uh, computer that he's in pretty bad need of, I'm assuming, um, or else he wouldn't be giving up a shot at what he's given up for the thousand. So he may be switching over for a few races. We may not see him every race the rest of the season. I know he ran it last week. So that's going to shake things up also and kind of reopen that whole field again.
0: Yeah. That makes it really interesting because you know, that, that allows, you know, David Farmer, Alex Huffman, and a lot of these guys, you know, that's hanging around in that second, third, fourth spot in the playoffs to have a shot and win this championship coming to Phoenix.
1: Yeah, that, that is an absolute, we're going to call that a Jason bomb. That's probably the biggest breaking news we've had on the podcast so far. Um, if the if the points leader is not going to be showing up consistently for the rest of the season i mean that opens a door for Huffy, uh, Cedric, I know you said David, Brandon Holder, even Cogswell, McGraneer. I mean, it's it's wide open if Aaron's not there. I mean, he's he's been dominating. Uh, looking at the stats right now, I mean, he's got five wins on the season. His average finish is fifth place. Um, Cedric actually has a better average finish at this point with a fourth place. But regardless, I mean, Aaron has really been the class of the field at most places. And if you take him out of the picture, I mean, that's like you go to the like real life cup series today. And like if someone said, oh, Chase Elliott's not going to be there for the rest of the season, that it completely changes everything for everybody else.
2: Yeah, I believe the word that uh, you're looking for is a scoop. That's what that was. That was a scoop up right there because I was I was honestly kind of shocked myself whenever I found out um, late yesterday, I believe is when I found out. So, hadn't really had time to talk about it, you know, slash it. Went in one ear and out the other, so to speak. Uh, Just kind of had stuff going on, so I wasn't really thinking about it. And I was going through my messages right here, and you mentioned Aaron, and it just kind of, boom, triggered it. So, I went back and I looked, and John Pill, team owner for uh, Lucky Duck Motorsports, definitely said that he believes Aaron will be quitting for the season. Possibly could come back. Um, he's trying to convince him that there are he doesn't have to leave entirely if, say he doesn't do well in this other series next week because he did win the first race last week, so he could potentially come back at any time he doesn't you know he can still come back. He's still got those couple of races he can miss before his chances become
0: non void. Yes, and I, I know he has a, a massive point lead, but uh, but moving on to real NASCAR stories, uh, Ryan Blaney, driver of the 12 Penske Ford, signed a contract extension this last week.
1: Yeah, uh, big news. Uh, I didn't really, I wasn't aware that he was up for extension, but I think it's a great signing for for Penske, I know he's he's had a super consistent year he's he's actually second in points right now but he hasn't he doesn't have a win on the season so he's he's on the outside looking in he would be the uh the last guy in right now depending what happens uh next week at Daytona if we get a new winner or not but uh I mean he's he's a young guy uh he's he's popular people like him uh all around i mean i i couldn't imagine him in a different car at this point so it, it just seems like it makes sense for all parties involved to to keep it rolling because it seems like he's going to be a competitor for uh, the foreseeable future i'm not sure off the top of my head how old he is but uh i'd, I'd say he has probably another 10 to 15 years of being a you know a, at least like a, a an a-level nascar driver in my opinion
2: yeah like blaney a lot he's a solid driver um can't really say anything bad about the guy i used to watch his dad race so that's going to show my age a little bit but uh yeah <laughs> i used to watch that and i liked i always liked the Blanies. man they're they're good people and he's a funny guy especially on social media i don't know if you guys have ever checked it out but he's hilarious on social media
0: yeah, you know, I saw the the the. I'm in the metal music, so when I heard that he, you know, him and Bubba jam have a little jam session together, and he's in there screaming like a metalhead, made me turn into a fan of Ryan Blaney. You know, I'm not really a Ford guy. You know, I'm the first one to admit I'm not really don't really like Fords, but you know, I do respect Ryan and what he brings to the sport, and uh, wish him all the best here moving forward. But speaking to not so good, uh, Haley Digan. <laughs> uh is like 20 what 27 you guys talked about in the group chat i lost it but it's uh i guess like she's below drivers who competed in half the race half the races this season it's her 2nd full-time season in the in the uh camping rule truck series
1: yep she is uh currently in point she is behind two guys that i think are Cup level talents. I know. Uh, so the first one's Ryan Priest. He's had a ride before. Um, wasn't in the greatest equipment, and I'm I'm not saying that this guy's going to be like a superstar or anything. But when he gets in the trucks, he he kicks ass. Um, and I know he's a, he's a. Awesome wheel man and the modifieds and everything. He he's a cup level talent and he's run seven races this season and he's got a win and that puts him I think two spots ahead of Haley and the other guy <laughs> is is uh, Parker Kligerman. Um, I'm a I'm a super big fan of this guy. Um, uh-huh. I've talked to him on Reddit before. He's a super cool guy. Uh, by all accounts, people run into him on iRacing and just say he's the, the coolest cat they've ever come across. Um, he's run eight races and tracks this season. He also has a win, and he's also directly in front of Haley in Points, which uh, that in a vacuum it isn't an indictment against her. These are two guys that I think are just infinitely more talented to her. But all things considered like she she has a lot of funding she's got a big sponsor she's got a good team and i i know she's popular for you know maybe dumb reasons but <laughs> <laughs> dude it's 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 one of those things like people were talking about her going to Xfinity next season and stuff and it's like she how? she's yeah, yeah well i agree how, how like in my opinion, she needs to go craft and Arca a little bit more because she can't even run with, you know, the Zane Smiths, the Chandler Smiths, the Ty Majeski's. She like, mm-hmm. she's nowhere near the level of of some of these other guys. And it's in this day and age, I understand that having a seat, a lot of it is dependent on the money that you bring, and that that's just the way it is. But My God, I don't want to hear anything about this girl driving in Xfinity or driving in the Cup Series. I don't want to hear any of it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's especially when you know everyone complains about you know her her quote unquote bad luck this season. But I mean, you look at her qualifying efforts. I mean, she's qualifying you know mid you know like low twenties to mid twenties the whole season. You know, she's had a couple you know, outliers, she qualified, you know, maybe close to the top 10 or 15th, 16th place. But a lot of these, I mean, she's putting herself in these best situations.
2: Not to mention she has one of the best spotters in the game.
0: Yeah, TJ Majors. Yep.
2: Yep. So she's definitely not helping herself out, not helping her cause, but her name carries a lot of weight, man. I mean, that last name carries a lot of weight in any kind of motorsport
0: yeah uh, yep. speaking about um, you know carrying a lot of weight this young kid you know driving the number 45 cup car uh, for a uh, injured old man Kurt Busch you No, know, mm-hmm. uh Kurt Busch has you know announced this last week that um, he's out for re- remainder of the regular season uh, he's the last driver in points with a win now that he hasn't raced in the last you know month and a half or whatever it is he you know, Ty Gibbs, you know, he's stepping in and finishing out this regular season. I would honestly assume probably the first couple races in the playoffs. Um, you know, Kurt's messaging isn't hasn't really been that positive. And uh, so I wouldn't be surprised, you know, if, if Ty stays in the 45 for the you know, first couple races in the playoffs. But that also brings up the opportunity of the 18. Um, you know, I think Ty Gibbs is ready for B Cup racer. Um, what i'm seeing he hasn't really done anything you know to change my you know change my thinking behind that and i think he's ready to be in the 18 car
1: i i could definitely see um depending on how things go with kyle bush's uh contract negotiations it it seems like this might be a thing that uh joe gibbs would be using for leverage obviously ty is going to costs less than Kyle does. He doesn't have 60 cup wins. He's not a two-time champion. He's not Kyle Busch, so he's he's not going to command that price. Um at the same time he he has had some solid runs. Um I don't know what happened to him today. Um I know he finished like 30 something and you you'll have that he's he's driving a, a totally different car than than what he's used to and obviously he's very young. He's 18, maybe 19 now, so he's he, he's still learning, and I think um, with someone like, obviously this guy is going to be in Cup, whether it's next season or the following season or whatever. Yep. And I think with someone like that and with how different the cars are now, I don't necessarily think that running an Xfinity is, is as beneficial as it used to be just because the car is so different. But And the last point, I know you said, you thought that Ty would probably race, maybe race a couple races in the playoffs. I will bet my house that Kurt will be there for Darlington, that this is on purpose. There's no reason for him to race today at Watkins Glen. Toyota has sucked on road courses all year and going to Daytona. It's like pulling the handle on a slot machine. There's no point in him. Maybe taking a big hit. He's he's 100% locked in at this point. We'll, we will see my main man Kurt in the first round of the playoffs. I guarantee it.
2: When Bryce called him an old man, I, I could just see like your your eyes getting really big and fumes starting to come out <laughs> of your ears. Oh man,
1: those, smoke, those, smoke those coming out of your ears! pressure was I, rising.
2: I, I, I could feel it through the mic over here on my end through the headset. I was just like, "Oh, he just woo!" He caught him an old man, but yeah. Okay, so going <laughs> to the whole Ty Gibbs thing, I definitely think Ty needs more time in these cars. I think that running a limited schedule would be better for him as a driver. You know, maybe come in, run a few more, whatever. Well, we got this was the last race before Daytona, right? We have Daytona That's... next week because I made it. Yeah, so I made it lined up perfectly with the end of the season. For us and them our end of our season lines up perfectly with um actual cup so we have the glenn this week for us as well then they go to daytona and then we go to daytona anyways i definitely think you're right i think kurt's going to be there for the playoffs i don't think he's going anywhere um so was that give ty another race and then i think maybe next season he needs to run a limited schedule or something i don't think he's quite ready just yet um i think he still needs. Because is like you said, it's a totally different car coming from a car that drives nothing like what he's in right now for the last couple weeks. weeks. Well, I think that he definitely needs to have a little more of an introdu- introduction to it, so to speak.
1: I, I mean, I'll I do uh, agree with I'll you. Uh, yeah. All I know Gregson, that's, that's what he's done this year. And we talked about that last time. He's in the 42 next season and he's run, I don't know, six, seven, eight races this year. So the, the same dose for Ty, I think would, would be good for him, which he's, he's gotten a, a big piece of that this year. Uh, he's true, true. but like we saw on Saturday, um, he got into it with William Byron and he'd been racing very clean. That was one of the, the things that people were waiting to see is to him, for him to, to race clean in high pressure situations and, in the bus stop it, it kind of he reverted to like the ty gibbs like two months ago and it was mm. it it wasn't super egregious but it was one of those where if he had more experience you would know that that probably wasn't the place to try to go side by side with a guy like william byron
0: no i've tried it on the sim too before it doesn't work <laughs> i tried it too but my, my question to you like you guys say that he he's running it he needs to run a part-time schedule, but what, besides 2311 racing, what satellite Toyota team is there to where he can run? Because, you know, Chevrolet has Colleague, they have Spire, or it has, um, you know, Rick Ware and a couple of other those teams. But, like, what does Toyota have? You know, uh, Starcom or whoever was there, the lower-level team that all of these Xfinity drivers for Toyota was coming up and racing in the Cub Series with this past couple of years are now gone. I can't think of any on top of my head. So, what teams do you think Ty Gibbs should run if he would have, you know, that part-time schedule? Because you know that eighteen cars open this year, the forty-five hmm. is most likely going to be open. Well, a forty-five is going to be Tyler Reddick's car. So, what unless they, unless twenty eleven gets a third charter? But unless one of them fields a open car team, like I don't see what. Team is out there for Ty Gibbs to run that part-time schedule you guys are talking well, about. Well, let's be realistic.
2: His grandfather has enough money to put him in a car for those limited amount of races and find the funding and just put it, you know, an unchartered team. They can go filled. forever how many races he wants to do, right?
0: But credit they if have I'm wrong. Four though, available
2: but... charters that are four available spots that aren't chartered.
0: Is that is that how it is? Because I was under the impression that they only have, can only can have four cars per team on track at once. I don't think they have a fifth anymore. Yeah,
1: I think I think that's correct. I know there you can run. There are four. There there's room for four unchartered cars per race. And and I thought I think you brought up a very good point. Um, I in this scenario I could see twenty three eleven acquiring a third charter. I know that there are potentially 3 on the market right now. I think um Rick Ware is going to dump one at the end of the season and mm-hmm. I think there's a couple more out there. Um it there there are a lot of moving pieces. It's it's really hard to predict because silly season.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: with with which with the with the Reddick stuff, it would not shock me at all if he was in a a Toyota next year if if 2311 bought his contract out of something, if Kurt does actually retire after the season, um, if Kurt doesn't retire and they're able to acquire a charter, maybe that's a, a home for, for Tyve for, for maybe a, a, a whole schedule. It's it's hard to say. And I, I'm not super clear on the dynamics between 2311 and, and Joe Gibbs on some of these things. So I'm Obviously it's it's a satellite team, but it, it feels like an extension of Joe Gibbs at times, but it's it, it's kind of muddy and there's just a lot of stuff where you're you're looking from the outside. We we don't know anything, but we're we're just guessing at it. But it, at the end of the day, I think a lot of this is gonna boil down to what happens with Kyle Bush and the 18 car. Does he go? I know right now the the rumor I've been hearing is colleague is is a potential. In, in two forms either uh he could go there and kyle bush motorsports could go to chevy and the truck series and i've also heard that maybe colleague is open to to running toyotas next year which seems pretty crazy but that that is something i've heard
0: <laughs> that's another scoop i didn't know about Mm-hmm. <laughs> green flag or red flag Here's how it goes. Green flag means you agree. Red flag means you disagree. Here we go. Green flag, red flag. The truck race finished under caution after three green-white checkered attempts. Alex. Man,
1: it, being a part of it, which at that point in the race, I was just surviving. Um, it had been caution-laden up to that point, point. I didn't really expect much different but I'll, I'll throw the red flag on it i think that at this point the series we we have more talent than we probably showed that day we also well i'm sure we're gonna get to this guy and uh and maybe a different segment later but there was a guy that was uh really subscribing to the theory of eight wheels are better than four and and made it work for him and I think that was the the culprit for for a few of these incidents. But at the end of the day, um I, I think that we're we're just better than what we showed there. And it, it was uh it was just kind of a shit show to be honest with you.
2: Yeah, let's uh that calling it a finish is being uh generous at this point because <laughs> what basically happened is they just continued to cause mayhem and caution after caution and the race ended it didn't really finish, nobody really finished anything. It just kind of we ran out of attempts and then bam. So yeah, big red flag. I'm very disappointed in the drivers uh as a collective because the talent pool supersedes what we had to the other night. That should have never happened. We should have been able to finish that under green flag conditions for two laps. Come on. I mean two laps. You gotta think about it. green. White, checkered. All right, so yeah,
1: that's I mean, 30, that's thirty seconds of racing. I mean,
0: hell, if he hit the kilograms. even if he hit the white flag, you know it. It costs, exactly. next flag in the race. We couldn't make
2: it one lap without somebody dumping somebody or causing an incident. So, hundred percent red flag for me because that's just unacceptable in my opinion. As the league chairman, owner, whatever you want to call me. A hundred percent unacceptable. Um and I do you know that yeah, so we'll move. I see that. Okay.
0: Never mind. Hush. <laughs> yeah. Um yeah, I'm hundred percent red flag too. Uh I believe, correct me if I'm wrong, Jason, but I believe this is the first time in Bluegrass where we did not finish the race on green flag conditions. So it's like uh I guess it's the first time for everything. Not the first time. Not the
2: first time. But first time in a long time
0: yeah i mean the first one i can remember but i don't know if you guys had one in your first season i came in season yeah, two yeah we had so.
2: one uh i know we had one in season one and we may have had one in season two that may have been a time related issue rather than a performance related issue we may have ran out of time
0: i'd rather have so. running out of time than running out of attempts
2: running out of talent
0: yeah um yeah yeah, I'm I'm red flag all the way. Um, it's very hard to watch in the uh, in the booth. All right, green flag, red flag, Jason. Contact from Michael McCauley spins at the time points leader Robbie Richards. So after I looked at it, it was a
2: byproduct of net code. It was very hard to say that what would have happened at the time. So, I have to say it's a yellow flag for me because I'm, you know, while the server didn't.
1: Hey, this is not green flag, yellow flag, red flag, (laughs) Jason. This is green flag, red flag.
2: Being the race control, though, in that situation, it's one of those where he was, it's kind of a gray area, right? We have contact, but there wasn't contact. Um, we all know net code just means that it doesn't register. It doesn't show on the server, on the server side on for the clients, right? It's not registering on both clients' ends. There's something didn't sync up, that's all net code means. We, we know there was contact, 100%. It, every time that there's, and I do air quotes when I say this, net code, that just means that the servers aren't synced up on both sides, so therefore somebody's not in the position that the server thinks that they are. So client side, we have a gap, right? Unfortunately, yep. in what we do in sim racing, you can't put any kind of blame on a driver for net code unless it's just flat out he T-bones a dude. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard from a race control standpoint because everyone's paying to be there. Everyone's you know doing their own part each week to make sure that they abide by the rules. Do I think McCauley? Let me let me put it this way. I'm going to say red flag to the way McCauley was driving at Nashville Fairgrounds. Period. Right? It was just too much, over the top. Probably could have got your way there without being a bully. All right. And I'm whether he wrecked Robbie or not at the time. I, I'm going to have to say red flag. Also, I guess if you want me to change it. Because I, it was a lot of you know, a lot of net code in that situation. Cause it could, so it could have been on Robbie. Maybe Robbie was up more, but you can't do speculation. You just can't do it. That's about it.
1: Yep, I I get where you're coming from. Um, I know I I watched it from several other guys' uh perspectives and, and what they saw. And I know that'll vary from racer to race or what net code looks like or if it even looks like it's net code at all. Um, the the replay I saw, I, I I don't know if it was from Robbie or, or someone else, but there was it was um there it was clear contact, the one I saw, um, but it wasn't a, an all out dumping it it was kind of just kind of a, a short track deal um the lines that the guys were running um in my opinion, I think Michael came up and instigated the contact and in in a vacuum, I don't have a huge problem with that, but in the context of how he ran those last fifteen laps, and I've made a habit apparently every episode i got someone's got to be pissed off of what i say <laughs> but uh just the, the way the way he finished that race out the way he was racing guys it that is it's a red flag for me taking everything into account cuz he was using guys up he was racing with eight tires instead of four i mean he he was a wrecking ball out there and as a as a guy that was i, I spent the race a lap down I was his biggest fan because he was helping he was knocking dudes out left and right and I ended up finishing 12th after I got taken out of the race like 20 laps into it and I couldn't I I wanted him to hit guys more often and harder but (laughs) but from from everybody else's perspective red red flag 100 percent.
0: yeah I'm you know it's kind of weird I was thinking about this the other day you know, while I was at work, I'm like, you know, I'm green flag for you know the the hard racing, but totally red flag for the end of that. You know, the way he raced Robbie and then a couple others because he caused like what two of the three cautions on the green white checkered attempt. Yes. Um. Yes. So coming to, back to the contact with Robbie, it I think it, like you said, it a lot of it was neck kill, but I think it also depends on what replay you're watching because. You know, when I'm making the highlight videos, you know, I, I ran by it and I watched it just thinking about it and I didn't see a gap, you know, I saw pure contact and Robbie's back into the wall, but you know, it probably depends. Like, you know, it's a lot of you, like you said, Jason, it's, it's sim racing, it's internet racing uh there's gonna be latency there's gonna be packet loss there's gonna be camera
2: angles make a big difference also i don't know absolutely what, you know what angles were looked at so
0: yeah definitely and, i always you know,
2: try to spin the camera in multiple angles to get a that's what usually takes me so long to look at everything
0: yeah and you know it it's bunch of the different factors this isn't no cut you know cut black and white like in real real racing where netco is not a thing but be yeah, I'm hundred percent red flag with the way uh McCauley was racing the leaders there I mean, I mean for a while there, and I'm getting those couple of those restarts, you know, I was kind of holding my breath, you know that you know he could get into the back of the leader and we all know you know Hackney's temper and that could have sparked something really bad and a more wa- rivalry going on and you know that could have made a lot of people happy in the truck series, but no, i w- I'm hundred percent red flag with how uh Robbie was raced there. All right, green flag, red flag. Akamai Proctor continues to poke the bear with Keith Hackney. Alex, want to start it?
1: Shoo, Lord, buddy. All right, so I've, I've personally, I, I love drama, especially when it ain't mine. I love watching the shit. And up to the, up to this point, it's all been entertaining to me, even when it got pretty testy. At at a few points with uh with Twitty um I I, I love Travis he he's an awesome dude um we we kind of got past that and then uh, correct me if I is is Akamai Twitty's teammate is is that yes. why why okay so Akamai has made he's made his teammates beef his and we we ain't heard a peep out of Twitty about none of this since I mean it's been several races now but buddy every day if I whenever I get on Facebook I man I see I see these statuses I just he's going to the team no love Facebook page and and talking trash over there and it's like oh man (laughs) like I, I like Akamai too he's he's a good dude but you know um Hackney is kicking our ass right now and as much as I'd love to be talking shit to him I can't, I can't. <laughs> he's he's handing it to us and hmm. if you if you're not backing it up it it, it kind of means nothing and I think that uh uh this coming paints game tomorrow uh, he might he might have earned it <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, I'm definitely red flagged for the entire situation, to be honest with you at this point. I think that it's gotten comp- completely warped out of what it originally was. started out as a Hackney versus Twitty thing. Uh, now it's kind of an Akamai versus Hackney. And I say that, Akamai versus Hackney. Hackney's not really doing much. He has replied a few times and said a few things. But it all seems to be coming out of Akamai's camp. Um, he seems to be just like you said, poking the bear, and Matt Grinier, season vet, season two champ, been around. He knows that's mm-hmm. not what we're about in this series. He knows that particularly i'll I'll allow so much to go on up and to a certain extent, but it's getting it's getting to the point now where it's really getting on that fine line of hey, man, you, you need to tone it back down.' You know, maybe take a day off, breathe. I love Akamai. I love the whole team. Those guys are awesome. I think Hackney embraces the bad boy, and I think that that's smart on his part. He's new to the series. He's just taking it and rolling with it. He's embracing it. The new paint scheme, I approved it. A video, I approved it. So, yes, all this has been approved. He comes to me, he shows me first, Ask me first, and. I'm like, yeah, as long as it doesn't have anything bad on it, roll with it. Like, you know, that's perfectly fine. If they want to express it in terms of paint, videos, social media, as long as it doesn't cross any lines, and that can be bluegrass and racing. anything that's in the first sporting code is ours. Also, we adopt the first sporting code, but we also have our, our own limitations for what can and cannot be said in discord, social media, et cetera, all those rules apply if you look at the rule book, it's explicitly stated that anything that we deem inappropriate or in a, just inappropriate, anything we deem inappropriate can be subject to removal from the league immediately. so I wanna urge these guys and encourage them to think about that before they post, think about what you're really you know potentially doing. So, maybe give it a break. You know, if you still feel this way next week, by all means, say something else. But let's just let's just give it a break for a while and and tone it down because it's getting to the point where it's not making my job fun. It's not making anybody else laugh or have a good time. It just it, you no, it's know.
1: it's making me laugh and have a good
2: time. <laughs> I mean, well, I Some mean to a laugh. point. I, I know
1: I know I'm being a shit. <laughs> but i i enjoy it um it it's it's pretty one-sided right now if you look at the points but like at any time in in all of racing all of racing history rivalries whether they make sense or not they're good for the sport it gets it, it gets the people going and i'm here for it buddy it gets them going
2: I know, I know that. I'm not saying that we shouldn't have rivalries, but what I'm saying is when it just when it only coming out of one camp for you know a while until we have another race, you know maybe let it die down for a day or two, pick it back up after the next race. If something happens, then you know we can discuss it. Y'all can go at it (laughs) more then. But as of right now, you like you know it's just coming out of one side. So
0: yeah, I man, I'm green flag for the drama like you, Alex. What? I'm actually more on the green flag with Hackney's response to Proctor. Uh, I'm red flag for Akamai poking poking the bear because eventually the bear is going to wake up. Mm-hmm. And I think the bear already has woke up. Woke up. I mean, look at the points. Uh, he's, you know, Hackney's won two of the last three races. He's you know he's well off in the points. You know he and Akamai and Twitty and all that whole uh high side Hustlers team is low in the standings. Yeah, they're maybe in the playoff. I know I know these Twitties in the playoffs or right on the on the edge. Akamai is nowhere to be seen. So I don't understand why Akamai has took over the the banter from Twitty because Twitty seems to just already let it go. He's holding it in for something special. I've yeah, understanding.
1: You, you you just wait, buddy.
0: <laughs> yeah. But Proctor he's taken that you know the vigilante role. I like to, like to like to say, you know, Hackney like you said Jason has embraced the the villain role. I mean, his paint scheme says it. I mean, the guy the person on his scheme I mean, I would say he's the villain of a story. Mm-hmm. So, and it's also a play on what Proctor was what's calling him. So, I said I'm I'm green flag for Keith's response but red flag for Akamai poking the bear it's it's more than like you said Jason uncalled for it's honestly making some people in this league very uncomfortable and very upset that this is still going on you know a month later than the initial accident and it's just it's getting to a point where it's just getting a little too much overboard like I said if you want to have rivalries have the rivalries Yep. Uh, But there's no need to put it on social media or anything like that. Because for one, that, that, as soon as you post on social media, that, that reflects the league's character. And that, that if your, if your name is tied to bluegrass in any shape or way or form, that makes other people think bluegrass associates with stuff like that. And I know for, for damn sure, Jason does not associate with any type of bad social media post in any way, shape or form. So, and bluegrass doesn't either. So it's just it's. I agree, Jason. It's getting borderline too much. But I, the way Hackney is going about responding on track, yeah, I do too. winning, his paint schemes, he's doing. Again, it, he's I'm, doing it the right way.
2: I'm all for the rivalry, and I'm all for it happening, taking place. The drama's cool and all. Um, I just want it to kind of. It doesn't need to be a daily thing. You don't need to to go post on the guy's team page every day and. If his fans yeah. are bothering you and coming after you, then you're probably doing something that you shouldn't be doing. Like, let's just face it. If his fans are saying stuff to you, then it's because you're going to their team page and you're saying something. So you're kind of bringing it on yourself. Don't really, you know, you don't really have room to talk about complaining about it or whatever. Uh, when you're the one going over to their team page and saying something. So let's just kind of knock it out for a day or two, see what happens. And then, uh, you know, if y'all are still beefing after that, then so be it.
1: Yep. And we'll, we'll find out tomorrow. I do. I did want to make a a quick statement real quick. So I'm not talking out both sides of my mouth. I did. I I sent Keith a message the other day. I did. I had to commend him on how he reacted to what Akamai was saying. I thought he handled himself professionally in the discord. He didn't say anything out of the way. Nothing got under his skin. He, he kept it real, I mean, and just like we're saying, like he's, he's sitting on top of points right now, and I got this guy calling me a clown, and that's all we're going to say about it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, green flag, red flag. Zach Nichols came back for a one-off race and wins after a rocky one. Jason? Um, green
2: flag, man. love seeing Zach. Anytime he's in the league, I love seeing him run, and uh, that's that. That's for me, green flag.
1: All right, for me if, <laughs> if if I hadn't called out Jason earlier for pulling the yellow flag shit, I would say yellow flag but i gotta I gotta be a man of conviction, and even though i I thought it was totally fine that that Zach was there, and ultimately it, it doesn't really shake anything up in the playoff standings, um, it's reminiscent of when the cup guys come down to the truck series and I know they're allowed to do that, but I, I personally got victimized by Aaron Smith earlier this season, taking a win (laughs) away from me. So
0: I, same dude, same.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I can see how it might've frustrated some other guys to have a guy come in and do a one-off a guy as talented as Zach Nichols is to potentially take a, a race win away from somebody um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give it just a, a light red flag, but Zach, if you're listening, truly I I'm glad you were there. It was good to have you back. But as far as the rest of the field is concerned, it's battling for for playoff spots, and and I'm a little biased because it happened to me. That that is why I, I have given this situation a red flag.
0: You know, I'm gonna give it a green flag, but I was man. When you told me that that Aaron Smith isn't coming back, or maybe not coming back, my heart sunk because I was wanting <laughs> that Zach Nichols and Aaron Smith battle. You know, yeah, I know Zach Nichols is an ex pro and potentially maybe going for pro again, for what I understand. But no, nah. um, it's like I wanted to see because you know Aaron Smith's been the class of the Cup field all season. You know, he's won five whatever races now he's been the class of the field. So I wanted to see last year's class of the field with a brand new car, mind you, of last year's class versus this year's class. And they're both fast as hell. I mean, you can't deny both of them are wicked fast. It would have been a good battle. Yeah. Aaron would have showed up. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree with you. So I'm green flag all the way on him coming back. But I do agree also with, uh, uh, Alex about the coming down part, but you know, like real cup cars do it to Xfinity, so I can't be too mad. Yep. Sometimes they jumped all the way down to Truck Series, sometimes to Arca, so I've seen that too. So I can't well, be too mad on it. So, one positive is that the winnings that he got, he paid his $35
2: entry fee and he won, he, he only won $35 the other night. Field was so small, but he donated that back to the championship pot. So, the winning the total pot is 1035 to the winner now. So, I mean, that's a bonus from him. And if they, you know, he may have taken away a win from somebody, but at the same time, he uh, took that money and put it back, you know, into the Cup Series. That way, kind of show like a good faith, I guess. That way guys would kind of not be so aggravated with him about it. Um, I definitely would have liked to have seen those two run against each other because Zach didn't have the easiest time. It wasn't like he ran away with it. I mean, yeah, he struggled. He did, he did yeah, struggle he, at times. Yeah. He had a, a
1: couple incidents where he couple was bobbles facing there. Yeah, not not facing the right direction.
2: Yeah, and it it wasn't like he just came in and took off. And I mean, he he had to figure the setup out. He had to figure the car out, just like everybody else. Um, he just happens to be somebody that's on another. You know, he's an alien. He's just like Aaron Smith. He's an alien. So he's got that next level talent, driver hell of a driver um and then also one other thing is that i don't think he is going to try for pro again um between what he and i have talked about but i mean he may he may change his mind i don't know but he said the other night on the broadcast he didn't believe that he was going to do that so
0: well i mean if he if he does he does doesn't doesn't but actually i have one more for you i just happened to think about so Alex, green flag, red flag. I know you are watching. Or are you were in the uh, spotter stand? Brandon Holder beaches his cup car, uh, exit a turn four, Oof. causing Alex <laughs> to make an evasive mood and move and spins out him and Cedric Hunter.
1: shoo So, another one. Um, so, initially, it, it is an aggravating thing. But his explanation, and, and some people called BS on it, he he claimed that he was holding the tow button and it would not tow. Um, I've had that happen to me Same. several times, several times. So Same. I I don't doubt it at all. It sucks that it happened and it sucks that it happened when it happened and where it happened. It, it perfect storm for the as as bad as things could go, as bad as things could go. Um, but I, I've been in that spot before, so I'm I'm gonna give him a pass on this one. I hate to call it a green flag because it it sucks for the guys that got involved in it but I in my heart of hearts I feel that that was not an intentional thing maybe he could have positioned his truck differently I don't know if it had no power what if it was totally killed at that point or what but uh yeah I I'm not going to crucify the guy over that
2: Yeah I'm going to say that I'm um uh red flag because i didn't particularly like the way the guys came after him not necessarily what he did but the way that huffman and some of the others handled the situation i understand like you just got taken out for second or potentially second you know third place and it it's it sucks i I get it trust me but the guy said, I'm sorry. He wasn't trying to do it 100%. He wasn't there. His teammate is all the way back in P9 at that moment. So he's not, it's not like he's trying to help his teammate out, right? Like he's not trying to do anything to help anybody uh, because Cedric, Scott, Matt, Jonathan, Cogswell, those are not his teammates. Okay. So I'm red flag for the way that everyone kind of reacted about it. But as far as the situation with him, I'm green flag because I understand that he was doing everything he possibly could do, and it was just one of those things where, you know, he got down there, he got stuck, he tried to back it up, and once he realized, oh crap, they're coming, he he tried to tow. He was in there. He was in there good. He was stuck really well with that. I mean, his cup car was marred up in the wall and just glitched out to where it wasn't moving so i you know like i said i'm red flagged for the way people reacted about it because you know let's be real things happen look at real life you know what would you do if that was a real race you know i mean you can be mad for a minute but at the end of the day you got to get over it move on to the next race and that's what eventually what you know eventually everyone does is they get over it but maybe just keep our uh emotions in check just a little bit better
0: next time you know I after go back and watching it because it's in the highlight video. Um I mm-hmm. made a special edit for it. I'm gonna give him a red flag because you know you know he said I'm gonna back and listen to the you know on replays and go back and listen to what the, the everyone's radio was saying. Uh for one I didn't really can't really hear his excuse because everyone was cutting him off, which I agree with. But however, you see him he was sat there for. He spun out, and Alex and Cedric were in front of him. He spun out. He sat there for a full lap, and in the meantime, he was spinning his tires. And I went in there in his cockpit view. He's putting reverse, putting it in front in first gear. He's trying to get it loose instead of you know stopping the car, hitting the reset button. You know mm-hmm. it from from my from my perspective. It looks like he was trying to get out of an accident and and you know kudos to Alex for not you know t-boning him Mm -hmm. you know it sucks that he you know not finishing third place or potentially second place because I believe if if Holder wasn't there Alex finishes P2 because he had the run and uh, coming Mm -hmm. out of four but I'm red flagged just because there's other ways you could have done about it instead of hitting the reset button you could have you know, control alt deleted or alt F forward or something like that. If you knew you were stuck, you could have done more and sat there and spun your tires. You know, there's. If you knew you were beached like that, I mean, if you looked on the. You'll see on the broad. On the. On the highlight video, even on my replay, you can see he's sitting on his. On his rear diffuser. He's not sitting on the track. Yeah. And. and so, Sorry, go ahead. And I just don't. I don't see why. It's that hard to... Because just plenty of times where I've been beached or I've been glitched in the wall where I just completely alt-f4. If I knew I was going to give you... If, if that happened to me, I know I'm alt-f4ing. My keyboard right next to me and I'm alt-f4ing. Mm-hmm. If it cost me I'm, the points. It cost me the points. So I'm not going to risk someone else's drive, especially battling for a podium spot, to know that, okay, I'm stuck. Oh, shit, what do I do? Hit the alt-f4. If you can't reset, alt-f4. What's
2: it? In the defense... You gotta think about it though. Like that, he, your initial first instinct when you wreck is to try to get the vehicle turned around or unstuck, whatever, right? So he tries that. That didn't work, and then he, could, I guess I'm assuming he couldn't, since the rear diffuser was in the ground and the tires were up. He it was probably RPMs were probably too high for it to tow because it's, it's car's got to be stopped. So it's with the wheel spinning, it's probably thinking that. And he's sitting there like, uh, you know, and I'm not saying that he's not, but I don't know that Holder's the most tech-savvy person in the world. I, I'm not saying that he isn't. I just don't know that he is. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. So I don't know if he, if maybe he didn't know you could alt F4. I, I don't know. There's all kinds of different things we could speculate on. We don't know, too.
1: Yeah, I'll tell you what. I'm, I'm glad you said that, Bryce. It's never even crossed my mind to alt F4. So now I, yeah. I have that in my pocket <laughs> in case I'm in that situation. So thank you. I learned something.
2: Yeah. So that, that you got to think about, take that into consideration. So he, maybe, yeah, like same situation, Alex just figured it out too. So maybe Holder just didn't know that man. I mean, and that's just part of the, some of these guys. They, all they do is SIM race. They don't know anything else. They don't know how to alt it for, they don't know what the windows key does. You know what I'm saying? There's just, yeah. they're not tech savvy. So you got to take that into consideration. um, it, it, who right. knows, man? It was, a, it, you know that that may have felt like an, an eternity. It may have felt like two seconds to him. Who knows? It was like eighteen seconds, I guess. For if he spun out when Alex and then we're going around the first lap, so another lap's eighteen seconds. So, you know, you got to think like when you get when you wreck, your initial instinct isn't to reach over an to four. Your initial instinct is to try to get un, unstuck and keep going. You yeah. want to get the across the finish line. So yeah. that's the only thing I'm saying is you got to look at it from all sides, all points of view. So
0: who knows? Bro, are you serious? Jason, go ahead and, and uh, kick us off here for all you serious moment of the week. All
2: right. So my moment is going to be all three series. The amount of cautions. Are you serious, guys? Bro, are you serious? Because we should do so much better. I don't care. Short track, not short track. We've had short tracks on the schedule. It, there's no reason, one, to not finish the truck race under green flag conditions. Two, we had the same similar thing happen in Xfinity, not near not nearly as bad because we did finish the race, but we still had some issues. We still had a lot of cautions. And three, the Cup Series Euros field was significantly smaller, though they're not than what it has been at short tracks previously with the same group of drivers mind you for the most part. And we had 20 plus cautions. Just, are you guys serious?
0: Come on, do better.
1: We're, we're trying, man. We're trying.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh, the Xfinity part, um, I'm only to blame for, I guess one and a half. So it, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. Um, Alex, you're up.
1: All right. Drivers are listening. I got your guys' back. Bro, are you serious? We got Fairgrounds on the schedule. We got Fairgrounds that doesn't have (laughs) a setup for trucks. It doesn't have a setup for Cup, I think. Yeah, it was Cup that didn't have a setup. This is a track that... NASCAR fans want back just like they want Wilkesboro back and maybe it'll be maybe it'll be great in real life this is a track that I personally go to I watch late models there watch modifieds whatever but this is a track that if if we don't have a setup for it I I don't think I, I don't think anybody would be mad if it's not on the schedule next season is what I'm getting at it's a not only is it a tough track, but if you're if we're starting from scratch with the setup that it's it's a tough track to drive regardless and I know in the truck series we've got some guys I'm not saying that like I'm super experienced, but we've got some guys in there that are uh you know like fifteen hundred i rating and stuff, and like they we're we're asking a lot for for some of these guys, so we uh I I am open to anybody suggesting tracks that are not fairgrounds for next season because I will not. <laughs> I will not miss it. I, so, I, I lost Pocono and I still got to run around fairgrounds. Uh it's tough.
2: So here's the deal with that: when we initially made the schedule, there was a setup for every track. So where iRacing does their updates and has removed a lot of the setups. That's a you know that's on iRacing. Um, but Nashville Fairgrounds I'm, is. I'm
1: going to give you a hard time about
2: it. I ain't. Nashville Fairgrounds <laughs> is here to stay, man. I'm telling you, it's it's here to stay because it's a track that challenges everyone. It man, takes everyone out of their no comfort one, zone. We don't
1: even race that shit in real life. No but, one runs it. <laughs> but it, it's it's a
2: it's a track that tests the driver. It makes it's this is what I call the gauntlet part of the season, right? Like when I'm making the season, like I specifically write out gauntlet. Like what it, what how can I make this make everyone as uncomfortable and Put take them out of their comfort zone and make them really test their abilities, and that's one of the yeah. tracks that I that I circle. Like that's, yeah, more, you know, more
1: more road courses than everybody hates those. I like. We it. had
2: five last season, <laughs> yeah, and we, we need six. Then I loved you know, it. I loved it. We, we, here's what I'm learning, though. It doesn't matter what I do. No one's ever happy. So I've already come to the conclusion. You can't let the inmates run the asylum. I got to be the bad guy. So I will be the bad guy. So you guys don't have to. Hey, worry about you, that.
1: If you put up a poll in the Discord tomorrow, if you get more than two people that vote we should have Wilkesboro next season, I will sponsor the next race fifty dollars. You mean
0: fairgrounds, not Wilkesboro. Fairgrounds. Yeah, fairgrounds. fairgrounds.
1: Same shit.
0: <laughs> All right. I'm put the poll up
1: right now. Put the poll up. If <laughs> more than two people that want fairgrounds, the next race is sponsored by Alex Healy, and I'm gonna give it an awesome name.
0: <laughs> yeah uh you said blue or that fairgrounds supposed to test the drivers well every series had an f minus um well at least the i guess the trucks had the f minus well or xfinity had f and the cup had f minus as well and f minus as well but the all of them failed it was a Honestly, a miserable week, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. We're, we're um, all dumber than hell. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that gets in. You said dumb. Uh, you know, I was going to say the truck series until I made the highlight video today. I'm going to give it to all the series. What? Bro, are you guys serious about the damn ARCA breaking? <laughs> like, yeah, Dan. I literally
1: watched... In Worthington, are you serious?
0: <laughs> <laughs> I watched... I'm not going to give any names. I didn't talk to him before. A driver in the Xfinity
1: series. This is how you get them real mad when you don't say yeah. their name. We learned this last week.
0: That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Um, I saw a driver. So story one: the seven car in the. Uh, this will give it away. In the seven in the Xfinity no, no series, kidding. the seven the cars will give it away. <laughs> <laughs> um, the seven uh, car spawned uh, off at of turn number four. And one car, I didn't even hear, I didn't even see tire smoke. I didn't even see any lockup. I don't know know what happened. He was in front of me. And then he just T-bones the seven coming out of turn four. And (sighs) and seven is by the start finish line. And the caution's been waving for a good, I don't know, five seconds now. And then the truck series. There was a bunch of wrecks that I saw Arca breaking in. I mean, I get on restart. Yeah. It's kind of hard to slow yeah. down when you guys are bumper to bumper. Cup Series 2. Cup Series guilty of this as well. But when you guys are spread out and you guys are still ARCA breaking into each other, guys, we aren't in D-class anymore. This isn't the ARCA series anymore. We are now, most of us, I think pretty much all of us are A-class or X-pros. We should be able to stop the damn car. No matter if you know, I get it if you're bumpered bumper, about like Daytona. As soon as wreck happens, I get it. That's gonna happen. But also, if you are wrecking, lock the damn brakes down. Just
1: just stop. It's not days of thunder. Yeah. We're we're not blowing through.
0: Yeah, it's you're yeah, you can't make it through it. Sorry, bud. And 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 this week proved it. Where you can't, you can't. You see the cloud of smoke and hit the high line and hope to God you make it through that cold trickle. You can't lock it down, wait for the, f- the wreck to finish, because even though the caution comes out, the fuel is frozen. You're not going to lose your spot unless you're involved in yep. the caution. Hundred percent. Lock it down, get out of everyone's way. You're still going to have those idiots that's going to arc it, not slow down. They're going to hit the gas instead of the brake. Get out of their way.
1: Whiskey throttle.
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, a, another thing is like when guys turn around on the track make sure nobody's coming don't just like whip it up into traffic like you guys gotta do better about that
0: yeah, I saw absolutely. that a lot this week too yeah it, just work on the arc of breaking guys please cause broadcast saw it and they're dirt guys and they were laughing about it and how bad it was so please for the love of god for everyone in my sanity being the, the asphalt guy in the dirt booth <laughs> Please, for the love of God, stop arc breaking. Please. Yeah, Dan. Yeah, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh,
1: Do do we have some uh, are you serious for real life stuff? Because I've got one.
0: (laughs) I don't have anything prepared. I don't have anything for real life, but go for it.
1: I've got one uh, watching the race today. And I'm really just bringing it up just because I want to hear other people's thoughts on it. I don't think that he did anything wrong necessarily.
0: Talking about but, um, Ross Chastain, aren't you? Nope, I'm not. Oh, not this wow. Time. wow. Not
1: this time. <laughs> I'm talking about Kyle Larson. I'm talking about him overdriving turn one and putting his teammate out in the middle Ooh. of the field.
0: Mm. That's, what that yep. 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 That's, that's what
1: I'm
2: talking about.
1: Out on that island alone. Yeah. That's what I'm talking about.
0: That's going to be an awkward team meeting tomorrow.
1: Yep. Yeah. Yeah. If I could be a fly on the wall. Mm-hmm. Um, so just chase putting all... himself
0: though in the interview i can tell you that
1: well chase said the right things but you could tell by how he was saying it he didn't believe what he was saying he was hot, uh, he yeah. was hot.
2: <laughs> and when i listened to larson's interview he was kind of like "Ah, uh, well we thought about it you know he's kind of like brushing it off but he's like but yeah we're we're definitely going to be thinking about it later on he's like i don't think we did anything too egregious but well, I that mean,
1: that's not the first time this season it was at fontana larson ran chase up in damn near into the wall yeah one there so this and then is
2: somewhere else this <laughs> season he did it somewhere else i th- was it atlanta maybe mm, no where was man. it i don't he did it to him one other time um Maybe a super speedway. It was a super either Atlanta or a super speedway. He put him right up against the wall or you, you might be thinking of Fontana. I may be thinking of Fontana. You're right. That's probably what it is. But Either either way, like full disclosure,
1: neither of these, like, I don't hate them, but I enjoy rooting against them because they are Mm -hmm. the, the dominant guys in the sport. And also, I think they're very boring human beings, and I would, <laughs> if, I never, if I never heard them talk again, that would be totally fine with me, especially oh. Chase, which I know that's your guy, Bryce. You you popped a shot off at my old man, so I'm popping a shot yeah. off at Chase. But uh, just going forward, it, it seems like there might be a little tension inside a Hendrick Motorsport. And, buddy, am I here for it? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I um... am. see it. Yeah, it's uh, that that whole thing with Chase. I saw it coming from a mile away. Um, you know, Chase has three wins on the season, or something like that. Yeah, three wins. Larson has one. Chase mm-hmm. already locked himself in the in mm-hmm. the playoffs. Uh, he's, or, uh, he's got two now. He's got he's two now. Got two he's two right. Now. He's two now. And Chase already locked himself as a regular who's champion. So not, Chase had nothing to lose. Mm-hmm. Larson was like on the restart. I can see it just and the way he was approaching the line there that he was going to try something and boy, did he, and yeah. I can't say I was mad. I was more like, well, I saw that coming from a mile away. I the, mean, imagine the conversation we would have. If it was Ross Chastain did that to chase.
1: Oh yeah. Oh God. It'd be, it'd be all we're talking about for the next week.
0: Yeah. Oh, God, yeah.
1: <laughs> but the, uh, the other component to this that I saw some people bring up is if you're chase, why the hell are you choosing the outside?
0: That's very true. In, in, the, That's in very that true.
1: scenario, like I get that it under normal circumstances, it's the faster line. You're going to get a better drive off there, but you got, not only do you have Kyle Larson there, but Kyle has AJ Allmendinger behind him. He's not full time in cup series. He's here to win races. And, oh. and he almost did it.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> that reminds me of Larson's interview. He had, a. Uh... He, he had a moment where he referred to Almendinger as the best road racer over Chase, almost like he was throwing a little shade. I did, I did catch that in his interview.
1: I didn't catch that, but you know what? I agree with him. That dude's out there in a college car,
2: <laughs> yeah. going toe to toe with That's two. That's exactly guys. what he said. He he said that he he goes. He makes their he he always outperforms their teammates and. I'm misquoting, but he was saying about how that Almendinger shows up and is right there with him, and if he was in his same equipment, he would probably smoke him. So, yeah. D-
1: Dinger is a bad dude, period. He is. I wish that he wanted to run Cup. Uh, from all accounts, he he enjoys running Xfinity. That's where he wants to be at. But you put that guy in a good car in any series, and he's
2: he's
0: going to compete.
2: Period. Yep.
0: I agree. All right. Bluegrass picks of the week for Watkins Glen. Alex, unfortunately, Uh, I beat you last week. I know. Um, I know you did. (laughs) So we're both tied 1 1. Uh, Jason's coming in at 0 0. And uh, since he's at 0 0, he gets first pick for the truck series, Jason.
2: Where are we at? Watkins Glen, trucks. Ooh, so this is might be. I, this is probably not fair, but I already I know. I already know. I already know. I already know a couple of the cup drivers are going down. So I'm going to pick Brandon Holder. Hmm. Hey man, <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: I'm I'm not gonna pick a cup driver because I ain't down with that shit. But <laughs> I, I wanted to pick myself. I'm gonna save that for later. Um so this is your best track. This is no Coda is my best track. That's where I got raw dogged earlier by another mm. cup driver. <laughs> but uh, I, I ran some practices this week and. I'm going to roll with my truck boys. I've given this man a lot of shit on this podcast already, but Dan Worthington is my Good guy pick. this
2: week. Good pick. I like He's it. He's putting a lot of practice.
0: Hmm.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, just
1: pick the other cup driver that's coming down. <laughs> I don't one. know the just other just cup driver that.
0: coming down.
2: I only know that information. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, Man, I hope. Do um, I want to pick? I know there's a couple of Xfinity Dave's drivers. Coming. I
1: hope Dave's coming down. I'll door his ass. Uh,
0: there's a couple of Xfinity cars coming down as well. Um,
1: yeah, don't pick yourself, buddy. I'll door your ass.
0: <laughs> I learned that <laughs> lesson. I'll pick myself. Um, hmm. Oh, f- you know what? You better not let me down, Alex. Oh boy. Oh boy. I'm picking boy. you, big boy.
1: Oh, the first. Enter podcast pick has happened.
0: Yeah, it has. You you say all week how you've been practicing and how fast you are at road courses. Well, guess what, Bud? I'll be in your field on I'll be in your field on Monday. Let's we'll see how fast you really are. He's all on right. my
1: block. he's on my block.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right, moving on to Xfinity and hmm. You know what? I'm gonna go with the easiest pick on the block. I do this to you too. I'm going Radburn. It's too easy. You know, Oof. I won't. Be, I won't be there. But I'm going Radburn Shutters.
2: Radburn.
1: See, it's it's a damn shame you're not going to be there because I was ready to flip the script on you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, th- this is tough, man. Because this is a series I'm I'm the least familiar with. Um, gosh, I I'm going to double down on a a guy that I picked. Earlier this season, he's still winless, and he's a guy that I have tremendous, tremendous respect for. Going wheel to wheel with him in the Truck Series last season, I'm going with Michael Robinson once again. Michael. 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 It's we Michael, know, right? I, I know we yeah, went up Michael. This. <laughs> yep,
2: it's Michael. I was so, making sure you said. This is a tough one. I want to go with Lancaster, but I'm also, my guts tell me Mauer. Mauer is always strong at Watkins Glen. I want to go with Lancaster.
0: Uh, Mauer. Hey, Mauer. I don't know if he's going to be there this week or not, but. Usually uh, he's he, missed. He, he made the pick. He's locked in. Uh, he's locked in. I agree. <laughs> so
2: my my truck pick is going to have to be revised. He isn't running down this week. Hackney, there we go.
1: What holder's not running down? Nah. But double checked. But there is a cup guy running down, right?
2: Mm, maybe not if he's not running down.
1: Oh uh, well, I'm telling you right now. For for the culture. Hack hack ain't beating me at Watkins Glen.
0: It ain't happening. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So what? What shit can we give you when he does? You, you can give me all of it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take my beating. All right. Like all, a right. Ma- <laughs> all right. Uh, I'll make sure when I'm in the field tomorrow that I'll I'll uh, work. Oh, shit! I, I got in there. <laughs> Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'll, Wait, I'll can I
2: revive them. my pick again? <laughs> nope. <laughs>
1: nope. Sorry. I'll, I'll be waving at Bryce when he's back there trying to trying to figure out how these trucks run.
0: I knew how these trucks run. I'm oh, I, 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 I
1: saw you in practice the other night going 116, so I want to hear it.
0: Well, first night running trucks. You know what? You don't know what I'm running now. I ain't gonna tell I, you I, either.
1: I don't. I don't have to.
0: That's the beauty <laughs> of it. <laughs> yeah. Well, you'll see tomorrow. When I, when I pass you, um, no, no, I won't, I won't it. <laughs> I'll, I'll get it after the race. <laughs> All right. Uh, cup series, Alex
1: cup series. Well, now that I know that Aaron Smith isn't going to be there.
0: That throws a wrench my whole plan.
1: <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to make my boy happy. David Farmer. Is bringing it Ooh. home for his first win of the season. I know he's been practicing practicing his ass off on road courses because he knows that it it levels the field a little bit. I I'm big big time on Dave. We're we're gonna have the strategy figured out. We're we're coming home,
0: Jason.
2: So, man, this is gonna be a tough one. Uh... Who we got here? If Frankie is not gonna be there, I don't know if Frankie's gonna be there or not. Problem. If Frankie was gonna be there, I would pick Frankie tomorrow. But if not, I'm gonna say Cedric Hunter. Let's go Cedric. Cedric I think that's I a like good that. pick, I like
0: Cedric That pick. But he's already he won in course this year off a strategy yes. I've never seen before.
1: Yes. Yes, <laughs> um, he blew
0: us away. <laughs> yeah. You know. I'm gonna go with uh, good old Huffy. I think he's due. You know, uh, you know he's oh, he's good on road courses. You know, he's he battled always consistent. He's consistent. He's he races smart on him. He doesn't do anything you know stupid. So I'm gonna go with uh, the four of Huffman. You no, know?
1: hey, if he drives as fast as he talks, that's a great pick.
0: <laughs> <laughs> good I did, god, I, child. I do, wow. I do have a, a How many whiskeys have you had now? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, since we've been doing the podcast, or today, or this weekend. Those are three different numbers.
2: Fair <laughs> enough. In the last hour and a half. No, just, one, <laughs> just one. Just one. Just one. But I, I do
1: have a, a sleeper pick. I, do, I don't necessarily think he's going to win the race, He's he's pretty low in points right now. But mm-hmm. I think that Jason I know who you're going Brid- to pick. I, I knew it. Sam Bridges is going to have a good run. Bridges. I knew it. <laughs> as soon as I heard Bridges. you say
2: what he was low in points, I knew that's who you're going with. That's <laughs> a so pick, too, bro. <laughs>
1: he's great. He's great on road courses. I battled with him on Coda last Dude, he season. He is. This is. I watch a stream sometimes. I know he runs like the uh, the GT threes and stuff. So yep i I, I think he's going to have a good run.
2: Period. I think that you're right about that. Bridges will have a good run if, and this is a big, big, big if, if he keeps
0: from beating himself.
2: Yes, that is. He is his own
0: worst enemy. Yep, every time. See, that's that's what happened to me last year at uh at what fucking the Roval. I kept beating myself and I couldn't pass Jason and Nate. So I feel I feel for for uh, for him if he can keep it clean. Uh, good for him, because I wasn't able to. Um, but yeah, it's, I like these picks, you know, for trucks. Since you said Holder's not coming down, Jason, I mean, Hackney's a good pick. I don't know, Has he won a road course this year? I don't know if he has.
1: No. Um, no, he has not.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: we, We've only run Coda, though, and that was when Aaron Smith beat me like a not redheaded true. stepchild. That's mm-hmm. true.
0: And then... Uh, I picked you, Alex. You know, I'm going to beat you anyway. Um,
1: because, well, you picked me because you're smart. <laughs> I don't but know. But you picked yourself to beat me because you got a big chest.
0: I do have a big chest. You're <laughs> racing me on my best discipline on racing, so. Um, yeah, Radburn, you know, he he beat me fair up, you know, after a bad strategy that <clears throat> he knows about. Um You know, he beat me fair and square. You know, he's super fast, but I'm surprised when you guys didn't pick good old Brandon. I thought about it. Brandon Robertson, you know, he finished second to me in the stage and he was battling Rabber in there for a while. Same thing with Silvers. I Mm
2: -hmm. mean, Silvers was another one I had on my radar, but I think that Maurer, and this is the reason I, here's so, this is why I picked Maurer because he's the only person, whenever I ran trucks, that first season he was the only person that was able to um really compete with me on any road course um in that series so and he probably would have beat me that race because i spun out three times that race before i won it but he had me on edge for the like when i wrecked the first time he was right on my heels and if he hadn't wrecked in the exact same spot in the exact same way that i did and hit the wall harder he probably would have beat me that night.
0: Yeah, I mean, if I wouldn't have beat myself up, I would have beat you at Roval last year, too. Let's be honest. I was faster than both of you. It was just stuck. My, it's so hard to pass at the Roval. I I love racing it, but hate driving it. Um, uh, do what? All
2: I know is if you were faster than me, why'd I sit on the pole and win? <laughs>
0: Cause I had I messed up my qualifying lap, got an off track doing the speed hack, going in the final <sighs> bus stop. Oh, out here see, cheating! Out here see, cheating! Not, <laughs> see, I, I, I
2: wasn't I wasn't trying no speed hacks. I was just straight running the. As course. far as
0: everyone does that, even the officials people were doing it. I
2: don't even that know what weak. it is. I don't. I'm either. not, I'm <laughs> not <gonna laughs> tell you. I'm not going to tell just, you about it either. That
0: just tells you how much faster I really was. I didn't know what it was. Uh, <laughs> Busting your chops. I know. Uh, Cup Series Farmer, Cedric, and Alex. I mean, can't go wrong with those picks. I mean, those are the top three dogs in the series now that Smith's gone. So, I mean, anyone's game up in that one.
2: Yeah.
1: And I know Dave is going to be locked and loaded on the strategy because I'm going to give myself more credit. We're we're going to have it figured out.
2: <laughs> yeah, I, I hope so. I mean, what happened to you the other night? He didn't listen
1: to me. Oh, no, at Fairgrounds. Uh, I don't know. Uh, fairgrounds. I already gave you a red flag for fairgrounds. That's what happened.
2: Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, we won't talk about that now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all from us here at Bluegrass Race Hub. Follow us at Bluegrass IRacing Series on all social media platforms, and keep an eye out for all of our recruitment races for our Pro Dirt Late Model Series. Thank you to all of our league sponsors, Russia Gems Coffee, Kinder Performance Group, Butt Kicker, Nitro Racing, and Huffman Designs. We will see you guys after the Glen. See y'all later.
2: Peace. Bye.